Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Midtown Conversations. Today, I have the pleasure interviewing a proud new Canadian who immigrated to Canada within the past decade and had his first special opportunity this year voting during the elections. Please fasten your seatbelts and get ready for an exciting conversation today with Subhi Kablawi. Hi, Maya. Thank you for having me today. Thank you, Subhi. Uh, um, actually, your name is Subhi, but I know here in Canada they call you Sobi. <laughs> That's so, right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> Subhi Kablawi is an executive project management professional with 15 years of experience overseeing project sales team between Canada and UAE. Currently, he is a regional sales director at Cognitive Marketing. A proud new Canadian who immigrated to Canada in 2015 and finally became a Canadian citizen in December 2020. Subhi is a blessed dad uh, for three lovely children. Welcome Subhi to Midtown Conversations. Thanks again Maya uh, for having me uh, this morning and it's a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for having you there. Um, so Subhi to start with, what was the number one motive to immigrate to Canada? Uh, that's that's one of uh, my main concerns. I moved to Canada is to have a better life for my kids. So I have been um, an immigrant, um, sorry, not an immigrant, a refugee in Lebanon since I was born, and I never had a passport. I had a mm-hmm. travel document for years. Even when I lived in the UAE for about 12 years, uh, I was a resident there. I never had a citizenship or a passport. So I wanted my kids to have a better life and a better opportunities for them when they grow up. Uh, so that's why I decided to move to Canada uh, to approach uh, more job opportunities and a better life for my kids. Mm-hmm. So you immigrated with your family, with your wife and your kids? Yes, yes, yes. I moved to Canada when I had two kids and my daughter was born here in Canada. Oh, that's exciting. So coming to Canada, what were the challenges you faced as a new immigrant at the beginning? Tell us about the frustrations, accomplishments, pride, moments of success. Uh, Honestly, Maya, I wanted to tell you, like I didn't face a lot of uh, difficulties, but again, it's it's a new country. It's a new lifestyle, new culture. We're coming. I'm coming from uh, a Middle Eastern culture. You're, You're coming to Canadian culture is completely different. At the airport, for example, immigrant was a great, great uh, welcome from uh, the Canadian uh, border services. I felt like I'm welcomed from day one. And mainly when I when I moved tem- permanently to Canada was that looking for a job. So I'm coming from a big experience uh, in project management and engineering. But when I came to Canada, the difficulty was, oh, you either overqualified to work uh, as a junior engineer or a junior uh, junior in any opportunity, or you don't have Canadian experience. That was my biggest challenge, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I'm thankful for the company I work for now, which is Cognitive Marketing Incorporation, which gave me the opportunity to start as a sales rep. And I made my way up to regional sales director. And I'm proud that I'm working for this organization. Uh, and I couldn't wait to find a job 
job in engineering. So I had to change my career from engineering to sales and leadership. And it was a great move for me. I was happy with it. The second challenge I can say is the culture. As I said uh, at the beginning of this question is mainly uh, the Canadian culture is completely different from where I'm coming from to adapt to a different uh, kind of cultures and to get to use the different traditions, the different even holidays, which and especially for example, like Halloween, we do celebrate, we know about the Halloween in, in Lebanon, but we don't know about it much. Like we know that some people celebrate it, but now I found how important is that for kids and how much they enjoy it. And it was, a, it was something that I like it. It was challenged to adapt at the beginning. Like for example, to knock on the door of someone, nice. <laughs> you know, in, 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 the, in our culture is like, Who's knocking on the door like at, uh, at eight o'clock to, to, to ask right. for a treat? <laughs> but actually, it's 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 fun, and I did uh, enjoy the Halloween trick or treating this year with my kids. And every year, I've been in Canada. And the third one is the weather. Yeah, mainly during winter time, <laughs> the snow, the cold, to get used for wearing your snow jacket most of the time, and the shovel in the morning, clean your car every day. It was like it took me a time to adapt to that. And that was one of my, my, my challenges so far. Mostly that, uh, as you told me earlier, you came from Dubai. You were living before coming to Canada, you were living in Dubai. So Dubai is yes. with the hot weather and the hot climate in general. You, you, barely, you never yes. see snow. I think you only see it in, in indoor like places. So yes, yes. <laughs> I believe I've that done was skating also... in Dubai. I've done skating in Dubai when it was 50 degrees Celsius outside. But yeah, <laughs> never experienced the cold, never experienced... Uh, Uh, shoveling in the morning to go to work and to to drop the kids at, school, the, at the bus stop or to take them to school. Uh, but now you, you get used to it, right? By the time and you find it fun, to be honest. Yeah. That's what I actually, I don't know if a lot, a lot of newcomers also is listening to uh, this, probably they are. They, they usually you think that, oh, it's difficult to adapt with the cold weather. At the beginning, it's difficult, guys, but later on, you really enjoy it. So now you can skate whenever you want. See, that's that's another oh, yeah. advantage. <laughs> All right. Definitely, um, definitely. So uh, as we knew that you had the opportunity to vote, so uh, tell us how did it feel to attend the ceremony virtually after waiting for so long? I knew there were right. some challenges that I think you're going to talk, tell us more about it. And how did you right. feel on that day during the Oath of Citizenship, singing the Canada's anthem? How did it feel? Oh, it felt great. I all, I cried actually <laughs> during the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> I tried not to show my video, but it was like uh, with full hearts to get that. Honestly, I, I was waiting for that for about two years just because once my ceremony is supposed to happen, the COVID hit the world and uh, everything was postponed as you know like a lot of the uh, ceremonies were most of the ceremonies were cancelled till uh, they started to do it virtually and because I experienced the in-person one with my wife when she became citizen her and my kids before uh, it was nice like to meet the judge and see people taking uh, pictures with each other and to take the, like the picture with the flag and and um, Um, and uh, but, uh, sorry, and during the ceremony, it was nice experience. And you see a lot of people and you invite families and you invite friends to be there. It was an ex experience, but actually I believe also Maya, that everything's happened for a reason. I know I was delayed for a year, 
but actually the process of the ceremony was very smooth. So once things open up, I got to do the exam, uh, the test, uh, the citizenship online. And in a couple of weeks, I got the invitation for a ceremony and the ceremony was really smooth on Zoom. You just like, they like let us in, they welcome you to that. And then you have to do the process, which is cutting the PR card, which is something that, oh, I've been holding this for, for the last five years. Now I don't need it anymore. <laughs> I couldn't believe I'm gonna cut my, my PR card. And then uh, the ceremony was nice, uh, singing the anthem for the country that you finally belong with. As I told you, I'm a, I'm a, a refugee in Lebanon. So I'm Palestinian refugee in Lebanon. I always loved Palestine as my home country, but I've never visited. I've never feel I'm loyal or not, I'm not loyal or I belong to a country that right. I'm living in. Same thing in Dubai. I love this country. I love, uh, I love how I was, was treated there, but I never had that belonging that this is my home country. But that time when I think uh, the anthem, I felt like, oh, finally I belong to a country. Now you feel like I you're part of I'm... this country, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I am part of it. No, I always felt even during my part, part of it, but to have to have that belongings right. was that, that, that right. feeling that you belong to a country that will protect you and will take care of you and that you belong to. And I believe when you had this oath of citizenship, I, I believe like you would you would feel this great responsibility. Like you feel now, I'm or yes. I'm sure that you were doing all your, uh, mm, like whatever you were like having things due or right, um, right. Like completing that's whatever actually, you had. Right, but, that's uh, actually believe... one of the that's one of the questions in that might come in the exam is like, what do you have to to do as citizen? <laughs> yeah. one of the questions is like what do you have to do like again to obey the law and to uh, to accept the multiculturalism which is something i love about canada that they everyone accepts everyone and they love having multiculturalism multi-religion and there is like everyone take care of each other because he's a human doesn't matter where is he coming from where is his uh, roots are from or what language he speak or what religion he belongs to yeah, that's what uh, the great part about Canada. And that's what you're teaching now your children as well. So this is how 100%, it goes. 100%. Uh, so as you said, also, you attended with your wife, the in-person. How did it differ from the virtual? So you had the opportunity of like attending both the <laughs> yeah. virtual and the in-person. How lucky you are. <laughs> <laughs> it was fast. Like the, the online one was easy because it's fast. Like when, we, when I went with my family, it took us like about three and a half hour to sign people in because you have to sign in before you enter the ceremony. That took like hour, about hour and a half while the online took like, took about like 15, 20 minutes. And the same thing is like the judge will speak a speech. That one was longer. <laughs> this one was way shorter. <laughs> and, but to be honest, they were both nice. Just the only missing piece is you did not have people that loves you and you love cheating for uh, like you being, yeah? <laughs> exactly like yeah so the, the, you won't feel like somebody else is celebrating with you it's just yourself but i, I again i get the the pleasure to be at my wife's and my kids uh, ceremony so i already celebrated with them so i'm thankful for both yeah you're lucky to attend both actually um, yes thank you so uh this year was your first planning and voting experience in canada Yes. How was the experience? Oh, <laughs> uh, I told you I cried in the ceremony, right? <laughs> that was yeah, even but like I'm better. saying for the voting when you went for the <laughs> right. elections. 
So I did cry again here. Oh, <laughs> again? <laughs> it's not like cry. I just had some tears. So I when I got when I got to vote, I was 40 years old. So imagine for the past 40 years, you haven't again had any country to belong to, or even to be like to feel that your voice is heard. Right. So when you vote and you give your opinion to whom you want to uh, represent you is something important for a human being. That's why everybody votes across the world to, to choose whom he wants to be representing him. Mm-hmm. It was a great moment. And I'm thankful for my wife, Focus, who was with me as well. She voted before, but it was my first. And uh, yeah, so after four years to vote for the first time, was very very nice and actually the guys over uh, at the where we went to vote they were very welcoming and they i, I told them like it's my first time voting and then they saw me too, oh like they were very happy for me as well and they were <laughs> celebrating it's your first time but you're not going to be your last time so that was a great moment and to be honest my um, again after 40 years it was a great moment I had to take the day off as well to celebrate it, that I'm finally voting. I posted on my LinkedIn. I shared it with my friend. It was a great, great experience for me. And I'm thankful for being, and I'm very, very great, thankful and grateful that I'm living in Canada, a country that welcome every multicultural people coming from across the world to settle down and to raise their family and support their family. You get the right to participate in every, every, Activity in the country, whether you are a permanent resident or a citizen, it's the same. But when you become a citizen, you get more and more uh, facilities from that. You're right. I wanted to ask you, how does it differ from the experience in your home country? But you just told me that you're also a refugee in, your, in Lebanon. So you weren't able, I think, to <laughs> to vote. No, so it's no. your first real experience. <laughs> it is my first. I've never voted before for anything. Wow. So, for example, in, in every country, if I was like under the engineering associates, which I couldn't even vote at that because I'm an engineer, but I'm not uh, an engineer belonging to Lebanon. I was a Palestinian engineer in Lebanon. So even I cannot vote for that or you cannot vote for the municipalities or you cannot vote even for the like what we call it here, the uh, MP. So you cannot vote for that even over there. So I've never got a chance to vote at, except maybe voting online for something, but not to vote, to give your opinion about somebody whom you want him to represent you. Isn't that discouraging? Like you're in a country, you're doing everything like everyone else, you're paying like everyone else, you're you're doing everything, but still you can't vote. So I think that's- It is discouraging. And that's why, so as I told you, that was, I will go back to your first question, which is what's your motive? Yeah, I love Lebanon. I was born and raised there. My family still live there. My parents live there. I love them. I love being with them. But I don't want, I didn't want my kids to grow in such culture. Again, I'm not criticizing anyone. I'm just trying, I'm not favoriting Canada to Lebanon. I love both countries. But I still, I still believe that I don't belong there, but I belong here where I want my kids to grow and also grow their family here and expand our family in Canada. I agree. Um, I had like a question that just popped up now. Um, For sure. Do you think like, was it really easy or difficult to engage your culture, your own culture in 
Canada, which is, as we said, it's multicultural, but how difficult or how challenging was it to incorporate your own culture with your kids at home, with your family? Uh, how, like, was it easy or difficult? Was it challenging? Are you trying to maintain it? Uh, it's, it's not difficult, but actually, again, from the culture we're coming from, is always you have that, oh, like, they, they don't accept us. Oh, they hate, for example, uh, sorry, I'm going to say some religious stuff. Oh, they're going to hate, hate Muslims or they hate Arabs. That's not true. I felt I'm welcome from all my neighbors. You're going to have some individual actions, which we always see, whether in any country in the world, but that's not the whole culture of the country or the, the area you're living in. You will find a couple of people who have their individual opinion, and I respect that. Right. But other than that, I felt welcomed and I felt accepted by most of the people I worked with and I lived around. Uh, even when, I don't know if you heard about an incident that happened in London last year. Also, I got yeah. a lot of messages from my friends, from my neighbors as well. Oh, we found even at our door uh, a big heart with, oh, we love you. So because that was like also like that was very, very uh, touching for me as well, and, and I felt like really I'm being loved by by my my community. That's what I love about Canada. And that's support. why I want my kids. Yes, you feel like you're supported again. If you have that in your mind, uh, Maya, you will feel it. But once you get used to it, but also what I believe is what I did with my wife and my family, and why I te always teach my kids. Also, if you want people to accept you, you need to accept everybody as well it's again that's what we need to teach our kids is you need to accept every every everybody whether they're white black latino uh, muslims christian jews wherever it doesn't matter like this is not gonna make any difference we are talking human to human and we should accept each others you're right i agree so Thank you, Subhi. That was a very nice conversation. I would like to thank you again for your time, for sharing your experience with Midtown Radio. And I'm sure Midtown listeners enjoyed it as well. Have a super rest of the day, Subhi. <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Maya. I enjoyed having my coffee with you this morning. I know it's a virtual coffee, but it was uh, a pleasure being uh, with you guys. And thank you, Maya, for making uh, the time uh, with me today. Thank Have you. a great, great day. Thank you very much. Same to you.